Hello, welcome to Hope Church Harrogate's message of the week. If you'd like to connect with us, please do get in touch at hello at hopeharrogate.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Today we're continuing with our, our mini-series called Hope is dot dot dot. Uh, we've been going through it for the last couple of weeks. And today uh, what we want to look at is home is dot 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 uh, community. Uh, how is God building community in this time? Uh, that's the question that I want to ask us this morning. Now, if you're like me, uh, you're probably missing the, the old way that we did uh, community. It's, it's probably not just me the who uh, perhaps over the last eight weeks has found uh, myself at times harking back to the good old days, um, the days when none of us had ever heard of Zoom. Do you remember when we'd never heard of Zoom? Uh, or breakout rooms, or the days when you could finish um, your conversation with a group of people uh, without this happening. But seriously, as I've reflected on it this week, um, I've realized that actually there's something about um, grief. I, I'm, I'm grieving what I've lost to a certain extent. I wonder, I wonder if you've ever noticed that. Am I the only one that's remembering uh, the community of the good old days? And in fact, in fact, why don't you just lean forward now and stick in the chat box for me. Um, put one thing that you're missing about community from pre-COVID days. Um, one thing, I'll read some of them out perhaps. Uh, maybe it's coffee with mates. I just... I miss that. Um, I miss hugs. I miss having a meal with friends. Oh, we've got lots of hugs coming through. Uh, play dates. Uh, if you're in YouTube watching this, feel free to stick something in uh, the chat as well. Lots of hugs, fellowship, hugs. Man, hugs is winning. Friends. Uh, play dates, definitely. Again, coffee. It's good. Keep them coming. Uh, people laying on hands, being able to pray for another crowds. This is brilliant. Okay. So, why is there such a long list there and it's still coming in? Feel free to keep putting them in so everyone can see in the Zoom chat. Why is there such a long list there? Here's why. You and I, we are made for godly community. We're looking for home. We're longing for more than Zoom because we are made for more than this. And it's Paul in uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6. He quotes God speaking in the Old Testament. And God shows his heart to us uh, when, he says, when he says this. He says, I will live with them and I will walk with them. And I will be their God and they will be my people. And it's because we're made in God's image that we too dwell, uh, long to dwell with each other in real community like that. Now, We've really enjoyed that happening, haven't we, over the last nine years, I hope. And many of you have been part of that journey uh, at some point or all of it. Um, but what happens when the long established mechanism for building this real home, this, this real godly community being built, what happens when it unexpectedly and perhaps permanently changes or is disrupted? I mean, who knows what the new normal is going to look like? Does that change my calling? Does that change your calling? The calling to be part of the body of Christ, to be part of what Jesus is building here in this community and to adventure with him into it together. Does that change our calling? No, no, of course it doesn't change our calling. The calling still stands. But if I'm honest with you, in the last eight weeks, I've, I've caught myself harking back to the good old days. 
but in an un unhealthy way. Let me explain. See, the novelty of Zoom has well and truly worn off for me. Anyone else been tempted to, to avoid that Zoom get together with their family, with their friends perhaps, with their midweek group? How about Sunday mornings? Anyone else caught themselves thinking, man, I just missed the old way we did church. Maybe, maybe I could just hunker down, ride out the storm until we get back to Asheville, until we, we get back to seeing our friends and our family and our hugs and our coffees and our play dates like the good old days. Is it just me thinking like that sometimes? You see, the danger of harking back to the good old days is that sometimes remembering has moved past the point of being thankful for those times to being unhelpful in this time. Harking back for me has at times become a blockage point, as it were, for, 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 for making godly choices to build godly community in my life right here, right now. How about you? No, seriously, how are you doing right now? Maybe you're grieving right now, whether it's struggling with the eight weeks of self-isolation that we've had right now so far, and we don't know how many more, or it might be something that you've been struggling with for much longer, many more years, perhaps. What are you grieving for? Because in the moments of loss, whether it's the loss of our way of life or whether it's the loss of a relationship or a loss of our financial security, whatever it is for you, in the moments of loss, if we're not careful, we can end up looking inwards and backwards instead of upwards. Upwards to what God says is true and to his plan for our lives in the now. And that's a problem, friends, because building inwards and backwards instead of upwards, it does something. It damages community. But God has the answer. God has made a way for community to thrive, even in tough times like these. And that's what we're going to see today. We are going to see that we've been invited to make a choice, to join God in what he's building right now. And it's beautiful. He's given us a choice. Your choice, God's power. My choice, God's power. Our choice and God's power to build real lasting community in him. Why don't you turn with me to uh, look at the book of Ruth? Uh, it's uh, an Old Testament uh, book. And as you do, let me give you a bit of quick context. Uh, this is a set in a time before the kings of Israel, uh, when the Israel was, uh, was ruled by the judges. And we're talking 1250 BC, that kind of time frame. Uh, and this story is set in a time of just real national uh, disaster. There's a, a massive famine in the land and, um, and real personal insecurity. Um, and so let's, let's read uh, from chapter 1 uh, through to, uh, from verse 1 through to 18. So, in the, in the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his friends and his wife and his two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. Moab is modern-day Jordan. The man's name was Elimelech, his wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilon, and they were Ephrathites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and they lived there. Now Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left there with her two sons, and they married Moabite women, one named Ophrah and the other named Ruth. And after they had lived there for about 10 years, both Malon and Kilon also died, and Naomi was left 
without her two sons and her husband. Now, when Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, that's back in Bethlehem, she and her daughters-in-law prepared to return home from there. Now, with the two daughter-in-law, she left the place where she'd been living and she set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Now, Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husband and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. And then she kissed them, kissed them goodbye, and they wept aloud. And they said to her, we will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband, even if I thought there was still hope for me. Even if I had a husband tonight and, they were, and, and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. And at this, they wept aloud. Then Ophra kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and to her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Friends, this is a just an incredible book. I'd really encourage you to read it in full this week. It's only short. Uh, but if you do, then just a spoiler alert. Naomi's prayer for Ruth in verse eight and nine is just wonderfully answered in the, in the chapters ahead. Uh, God provides for Ruth physically. He provides food. He provides shelter and security as they journey ahead to Bethlehem. Uh, but there's more. In chapters three and four, we'll see that, that God gives her, her another husband. And then he gives her a son. And that's just an amazing gift because uh, from the text, it just seems that uh, she's been barren in her last marriage for 10 odd years. And then in time, that son, his name's Obed, uh, he becomes the father of the kings of Israel, of David, of Solomon, the big names. Uh, but there's an ultimate big name that comes 29 generations later. It's King Jesus, born into the family line of Ruth. Ruth is the start of the royal line of kings of David. And it's just an incredible story of, of community born out of God's, uh, born out of choice, godly choice that God gave Ruth. So let's look back at it. Look back at it with me. Um, Ruth has lost her father-in-law. Uh, she's lost her brother-in-law and now she's lost her husband. I mean, imagine what that's like. Try and understand and feel what that might be like for them right now. What grief they're experiencing in this moment, in this uncertainty. It's hard to imagine that grief as they stand there in the middle of the desert. I mean, every mechanism that she's ever built her sense of home on, her sense of community on, her, her sense of belonging in has been ripped away by famine and by death. And that's the reality in verses 6 to 18. We find the three of them standing there in the desert having this tearful conversation. Naomi pleads with her daughter-in-law to go back. Ruth, the sensible decision right now is to go back to Moab, back to what you know. Hunker down. I mean, I'll pray for you. I'll pray that the bad times pass, that you'll remarry and that life will be good for you again. But, but think about yourself right now. Go back. Leave me. 
And three times Ruth presses, is pressed to make that choice. And her sister uh, takes that choice. She goes back to Moab. She goes back to, to their old gods. What will, what will Ruth do? Will she do the same? Is Ruth going to look inwards? Is she going to look backwards? Or is she going to look upwards? Is she going to go back to Moab, back to the old normal? Or will she take a jump of faith and uh, jump into this adventure with God? What would you do? Come on, Ruth, I want to shout as uh, you know, as you read it, make the choice, step out in faith. Go on, leap into this adventure with Jesus. Don't, 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 don't step, settle for the old normal. And we know what happens next, right? You look at verse 14 and it says, Ruth clung to Naomi. And the Hebrew word clung here is, is so much more than just the physical act. Uh, here it's the same word that, that God uses in uh, uh, his description of, of the perfect marriage in Genesis 2. Uh, this is a word that expresses Ruth's deepest love and commitment to Naomi, her unwavering devotion to her mother-in-law and to her God. Your people will be my people. Your, your God will be my God, she's saying. We're, we're joined together. We are, we are one. We are we're one. I, I, I won't go back because we're joined by, by real godly love. Friends, that's what we're all called. To. That, that, that's what God's people are called to. We're, we're joined together by his love. Jesus is love. And although we, we are joined together by Jesus, we also have a choice to live out that reality. You see, Ruth faces a choice in the middle of her uncertain times. And we face a similar choice in the middle of our uncertain times. Friends, we have a choice today. We have a choice every day in this COVID season. Will we commit to each other in love? Will we, like Ruth, clung to Naomi saying, we're joined together. We are one. We're, we won't go back because we're joined together by love. And Jesus said in John 15, he said, love each other as I have loved you. That's the choice we have. How do we live like that? How is that possible? Well, it, it's, it's worth recognizing that, uh, worth recognizing what sort of choice Ruth made. See, it's a selfless choice. Ruth is modeling selfless choice to us. That's what happens when you look to God. His power changes your perspective and suddenly you find yourself no longer looking inwards and backwards to Moab, but you start looking outwards and forwards to Bethlehem. See, God's power produces selfless love and expectant faith in us when we choose to put our faith in Jesus. God gives you a choice. He gives you a choice. Your choice, God's power. And we begin to overflow with this selfless love that finds its root in Jesus. And this is so important for us to understand, friends. It's, it's so important if home really is to be dot, dot, dot community, because joining community isn't primarily about you. It's about others. I mean, sure, you'll benefit from it, and that's 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 part of God's loving grace to you. But you are a gift to the body of Christ. We need you here in this family right now. We need your voice. We need your face. We need your love in the other places that we connect with on Zoom across the week, throughout the week. We need you there more than you think maybe you need to be in those times. God's made you unique. He's given you a gift for this church that he's not given 
to somebody else. He's given it to you. You see, you'll only really find home when you recognize that godly community is about what God wants to do through you to bless others more than what is just available to you from others. And that's what Ruth is modeling for us. I mean, it was her great, great, 29 great grandsons later that would model model that too. It was what Jesus modeled on the cross. Jesus is the perfect example of selfless choice, of taking selfless choice, giving himself for the sake of building godly community. Jesus made a selfless choice to die on the cross, not for his own benefit, but for us. Because of his perfect love, he commits himself fully to us, even to death. And we now, by faith in him, in the risen Jesus, we can enjoy this unimaginable eternal blessing of being built into a loving, real, authentic community with God forever. It was his choice, God's power. And the kingdom of God came to earth. That should affect the way we think about our choices this week. Love others as I have loved you. Friends, I just feel like God wants us to, well, he wants to stir our imagination, I feel. I feel like God wants to stir our faith right now, wherever you are, whichever room you're in right now, wherever you are in the world, whether you're listening to this live or you're listening to this back later, I believe God wants to widen your perspective right now. I believe he wants to, to, to raise your expectation of what he can do through your choices this week. Holy Spirit, would you come right now? Would you work a miracle in each of us? Would you deposit faith and expectation in us right now? Widen our perspective right now. I want you to think about this for a moment, what God did through Ruth. Ruth, she makes a loving choice, a selfless choice to give herself to the community of God. And in that moment of trouble, in her moment of trouble, despite the cost, the inconvenience, her pain, she makes a godly choice. And what happens? That choice has eternal consequences that she could never have imagined. Billions and billions and billions of people throughout history have been added to the kingdom of God as a consequence of her choice. God gave her a choice, her choice, God's power, and his kingdom comes and it continues to advance today. All of that was part of God's plan for Ruth's life. Now, guess what? God's got a plan for you too. It's Ephesians 2. Uh, God says, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Friends, COVID isolation is not wasted time. It really isn't. God is working something powerful out right now in our homes, in our town, in our country. Even if we feel like we're stuck in the middle of a desert right now, this story is not finished. Imagine the possibilities of what this next chapter might look like, of, of, of what God might want to do powerfully through you and through me as we make everyday choices to commit fully to one another. I mean, it's just incredible to think about it. You've been invited to be part of an amazing adventure this week with God. Like Ruth, we as a church are, are standing at a crossroads in life, as it were, with a choice right now. What does that choice look like for you in this week? Maybe that choice is to cling to, to others through prayer. We need your gift of, of intercession. Will you pray? Will you pray for others in this church? That they would know God and grow in their faith, know his peace and joy and love. Maybe it's 
Maybe it's to cling to others by giving your time. This family needs you in the midweek, in whatever setting you've given yourself to. You're a gift. Will you give your time to encourage and stir one another in their faith? Be friends to each other. Connect with each other. Maybe it's you... Maybe it's you realize it's time to choose to look upwards, outwards, forwards, in an act of selfless love, selfless love, as you realize perhaps that you've been damaging some parts of the community that you're, uh, you're immediately in by looking inwards and backwards. Will you look to Jesus right now? Hey, but Pete, that's just, that's just, that's just too hard in my situation. I can just kind of hear some people saying right now. And I know, I, I'm not making light of your situation. I don't know all your situations. But I want you to listen. Friends, I, I love you too much for you not to hear this truth. If you, if you know Jesus as Lord this morning, listen, if you know Jesus, then you are powerful in him to make that choice. You are powerful in Jesus to make this kind of godly choice. You see, that choice that you have been given is, is hugely powerful. It has so much potential from God's perspective, not because of your ability, not because of, of your situation is secure, not because of, of your strength today or how great you're going to feel tomorrow. No, it says, God says, it says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. You see, your choice is full of potential, just like Ruth's was. Why? Because of Jesus's grace. It's his love. It's his power that makes the difference. All that's required from you, friends, all that's required from you this morning is a step of faith towards Jesus. That's it. That's it. Home is found in godly community, friends. Jesus has given us a choice. Our choice, God's power. And we're going to respond in a moment uh, with a song Anna's going to lead us again. And it really is a prayer. It's a prayer about choosing to live for Jesus. And it speaks of uh, recognizing our need for his power to help us to love others um, uh, in a way that, that we've looked at today. And I just want to invite you now to, to make your choice, to make your choice now as we, as we make this song our prayer. And if, if you've never made the choice, to follow Jesus before, as Adam uh, shared at the end of our, our worship time. If you've never made the choice to follow Jesus, then this would be a really good time, a great time to make that choice. Uh, you can use the words of this song as a prayer to respond to Jesus for the first time with the faith that is in your heart. And he's giving you that choice right now. Friends, don't waste it. Why, why not take him up on it? It'll be the best thing you ever do because his love and his power will respond to your choice. Jesus responds to faith. And you'll find yourself, uh, you'll find yourself filled with Jesus' love and his peace and his perfect joy. And, and he will add you forever into his family, into his home, into his community. And he will never, ever leave you. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And it's a gift to you today. He's giving you a choice. Take it. You've got nothing to lose. Hannah, do you want to um, lead us in a second? I'm just going to pray and then... Um, and then you can you can lead us. Friends, why don't you just close your eyes for a moment? Jesus is, let's just recognize Jesus is here by his spirit.
we are joined together by his love even though we are physically separated holy spirit we love you holy spirit we thank you that through you through jesus we have the wonderful wonderful knowledge of being connected and loved and built into relationship with you father and with each other and holy spirit we'd say today as one people yes we want to keep on making the choice to love you to look upwards not backwards not inwards we're going to look upwards to you now jesus we're going to trust you we're going to take a step of faith we're going to make it our choice and we are fully expecting holy spirit that you're going to come right now and you're going to fill us afresh with your love your love that that permeates into our very depths and changes our perspective and gives us your perspective so that we bubble up and overflow with your love that builds real community that rebuilds real lasting godly community jesus this is our prayer this morning